Wishing you had a green thumb or want to learn more about sustainable gardening outdoors and in? Expert green divas and dude gardeners share tips for everything from composting to growing herbs in your kitchen. Listen to the Green Divas Green Thumb for low-stress gardening tips. Yeah, you know, it's been a while. It's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Now I'm just quoting a song now. Here comes the sun. So, yay, we have Allie Hoffman, our Green Diva gardener, who's going to talk about spring gardening. What do we do in March, Allie? Oh, hi, Meg. Well, I just came in from the cold. I've been (laughs) out pruning my trees. Wow. Uh, And my new puppy is dragging the uh, branches everywhere. So I'm, I'm, uh, but I'm kind of, I'm cold and I'm glad to come in and talk to you. Oh, my goodness. Um, So there are millions of things to do right now. A lot of the chats that I've been uh, involved in online or talking last night garden chat was about tomatoes. Everybody's getting their seeds and making their selections. So it's a good time to be planning your vegetable garden and planning what you'd like to grow, uh, varieties of vegetables and where you're going to grow them, how much room you have, um, and then purchasing seeds before everything good gets sold out. Yeah. Um, and also for your annual flowers and your um, spring flowering bulbs, you might want to go on to order those out of catalogs now because a lot of things get sold out. It's really surprising. Yeah, I have had that experience. Now, what kind of uh, – I used a company called Seeds Now, which has organic, you know, non-GMO certified seeds or something. What, what company do you work with? Um, I, I order um, – I do work with the Seed Savers Exchange. Oh, okay. Which is – um, mostly heirloom varieties, and um, I think it's all GMO. I'd have to check that. It caught me off guard. No, that's but okay. But there are, there are several um, seed companies that are exclusively organic and non-GMO, right. and I would definitely uh, focus on those. So do you... Go ahead. No, I, I just was going to say... There are even heirloom varieties that will still be resistant, like for tomatoes, you want to be careful that if you can, try to get ones that are resistant to various wilts, and Mm. you can find those. Oh, okay. But that's why you can look online and uh, look on uh, Twitter and, and Facebook and different gardening groups and see what people have to say about their experience. It's just really, it's really worth taking a little extra time. Okay. Instead of just going and buying so, the thing at the at the big box store. When do you start your seedlings? Right, right about you know by early March. Well, you want to back into it. So if you know you're going to plant tomatoes when it's really warm outside, you want to go to your uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture hardiness zone map right. and see when your first frost. Average first frost is right. So I'm zone five B, and that means my my Last frost is going to be about May 15th. Yeah, we're about so May people, 10th. Yeah, yeah, and you can look it up and adjust it accordingly for you. But usually, experienced gardeners will know, too. They'll tell you, well, you want to plant your tomatoes 
like around here, you really don't want to plant them before June the 1st. Right, right. Um, People will do it, but seeds grow within a band of temperatures. And if it's too cold, if the soil is too cold, and that's one thing I really think you should do is get a soil temperature. Oh, so a soil thermometer. Okay. So that you can see what the soil temperature is. And on the um, the uh, article that I'm going to send to you, I'll have a range of a link to a range of temperatures that seeds will grow in. So if you plant something too early, it's just going to sit there and rot. Now, do you plant seeds like tomatoes? Do you, do you start them inside? You really, it's best to start them inside if you have a short growing season. Yeah. If I, you know, if I lived somewhere warm like Florida, I'd grow them outside. But a lot of things I grow, I start inside because I want to be able to put them exactly where I want them. Yeah, yeah. So right. I start them inside and then move them out. Okay. And you can't buy seedlings of a lot. Tomatoes, you can buy a lot of seedlings and transplants. Yeah. But, um, but it, it's easy enough to start seeds inside. But by the way, it's not that easy to find necessarily organic non-GMO seedlings started. Like we had to do some homework to find some in New Jersey last year. Yeah, I think you do. I think it's going to become more and more easy, but yeah. they're still going to be limited to a few varieties that are the most popular. Um, but it is going to become more uh, more available. But then again, they don't want to grow too many, so they're <laughs> they're going to try to sell out. Yeah. So if it yeah. re- if it really matters, you want to try to to get those down. So, so. what do you recommend for people? To start, who might want to start some seedlings for a simple, you know, garden? Maybe they're just starting out. What would you recommend? Um, like, uh, how would they get started? Well, I think the, some of the easy things to grow and and to grow early in the season that you can grow outside in a container uh, here pretty soon when the soil gets. One of the main things I want to say is as soon as the ground is dry enough to work yeah. is when you can start working in the garden. Okay. So you don't want to be walking around in your, in your, on your lawn or work, digging around in beds when the soil is too wet. Okay. Because you'll ruin the structure and then nothing really can live. If it, if it can't breathe and it can't drink water and absorb nutrients, it's, no plant is going to live in that soil. Right. So you want to make sure that you can take a, a handful of soil, squeeze it in a ball, and if it'll crumble, then it's dry enough to work the soil. Okay. Now, when do you work so, in compost and stuff? Like, you've got to do that well, well before your plant. When it's dry enough to work. That's okay. right. That's when Very you, good. Okay. Very good. So, you know, right. that's that's a good thing to do in March. All right. But don't walk across your lawn back and forth in the same area and compact that soil either. So... And a good way to do this, if you've got an area that you could work, but you're going to be walking across an area you can't, is to put some boards down. Okay. Put some plywood down and spread your weight so you're not smishing one particular area. Got it. Anyway, I would start with some lettuce. Okay. Some radishes. uh, All those peas, uh, sugar snap peas are really easy to grow. They're, you know, it's like a little dehydrated pea that you stick in the ground. Yeah. Very easy to grow, very delicious. Um, I think carrots are hard to grow, so I wouldn't start a beginner on Now, what about peppers or basil and some herbs? 
Two. Peppers and basil and tomatoes and eggplants are all things that you want to wait to plant until the summer. Oh, okay. So you're not going to be planting those until June. You might look at seeds. You might start some seedlings. That's what I was thinking. Seedling yeah. Maybe six to eight weeks before. So you're still too early to start seeds. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That means I'm not late, you know, yet. No, so you have March <laughs> to be looking at the, online at your seeds and looking at if there's any seed saver exchanges going on, we okay, can so, one at the Chicago Botanic Garden. Yeah. So March is a, is the planning, do a little shopping, or maybe order the seeds? Well, it depends on where you live. If you're in Texas, you're planting. Yeah, you know. that's true. But uh, February and March, you know, are really the time that you're gathering all your, that you're getting your tools clean, you're preparing your soil if you can. And you're way, you know, you're you're planting things so that you don't order forty different tomato plants and not have any room to plant them like I did last year. <sighs> and I could, sp- I could make myself crazy with the planning. I get nuts because I think like, oh, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to, you know. And I well, get everyone it. does. That's what's fun about it. I know. It really is, um, you know, and then I have grand designs and I make myself crazy with the flower beds because I've got to have the right height, the right color bloom at the right time. OMG, it's such a puzzle. Well, it's, it's, uh, don't let it not be fun. It's really supposed to be fun and, and yeah. uh, help you knock your stress back. So, and I, don't forget if it's still cold where you are, that it, you can still do your winter pruning. And get rid of those broken branches and uh, places where they're rubbing and cut back your red and yellow stem uh, dogwoods before the end of March so that next year they'll be brilliantly colored. Okay. There's there's a lot of things that you can do in March, and it's really exciting. All right. So we're getting ready. We're getting ready to go play. That's right. All right. Well, Allie, thank you again, and I look forward to speaking to you pretty soon about April. Me too. Thanks, Meg. Inspired to grow more organic stuff? We are. To learn more about this Green Diva's Green Thumb episode and all kinds of other great green information, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. 